and I don't talk about I don't talk about church and religious issues much on the show because for several reasons like I say politically I don't mind I don't mind giving Donald Trump the business I don't mind giving AOC the business I'm politically agnostic so I don't I don't care if you voted for Trump if you voted for Hillary Clinton if you're an Obama supporter or a Biden supporter a Bush one or two supporter I don't care if you like AOC. I don't care if you if you're if you're team DeSantis or even team Ted Cruz. Now I, I detest Ted Cruz personally, but I don't get into people about who they vote for and what platforms they support. And religiously, it's kind of the same thing. It's hard to do a show. I have some very traditional and conservative Christian beliefs that I grew up with as I got older. I moved away from many of those beliefs. So I don't believe a lot of the things that I was raised to believe, but I'm still very heavily involved in the church. I still am someone, I believe Jesus Christ is my savior. I I, I unapologetically love Christ and believe in some of the fundamentals. I believe in a Sabbath. I believe in tithing. I believe in, in prayer and Bible study. And I'm a person that, that, that because of the pandemic, not attending church as often as, as I used to, but I, I love going to church. I spent, I'm a pastor's son. My father is a retired minister. My grandfather who passed away last year was a minister for, for 60 plus years. I spent a lot of my childhood at church, at prayer meetings, at Saturday night youth meetings at Wednesday meetings at conferences, all sorts of stuff and, and, and love that. And that's kind of the, the genesis of the show. The show started off really came out of the experiences that, that, that I've had working with young people in, in my specified religious denomination and I get a lot of I get a lot of inspiration for the show and just it just conversations that that I see on Facebook, Instagram, conversations that I have with friends and family. I had a lot of conversations with friends and family during the the holiday break, and I, I needed some rest. Last year was a was a terrible year. I really needed to take a couple of weeks off, and it's great to be back with with new live episodes here on on uh, all of our feeds, especially the Urban One feed out of D.C. But one of someone like me that grew up going to church that went to went through Christian education. Basically my whole life, except for grad school. So went to a Christian themed high school, went to a Christian themed college at HBCU, the Oakwood University in Huntsville, Alabama. When you go to a school that's that's themed and, and you're there, so I went to boarding school for high school. And those things are baked into your life. So worship and praise and singing and music, all things that just become a part of your daily routine. Doesn't necessarily mean that you believe those things or that you've accepted Christ or or really truly have built a relationship with him. But you're going to spend a lot of time in church. You're going to spend a lot of time singing in choirs, a lot of time on praise teams, a lot of time at concerts, all of those things. 
I found those experiences to be fantastic. I know people that did not feel the same way about those experiences. But one of the themes that, that continues to come up, and I don't, I don't usually touch this, but I've seen some spirited conversation, and I want to have a mature discussion. One of the themes that continues to come up, um, I have a lot of friends that are pastors. I was, a lot of people don't know this about Lance J. I was a theology major for my first couple of years in college. And I was a theology major. I was down in the theology department. Everybody was like a Bible thumper. Everybody was listening to John P. Key and the Tri-City Singers and all of the groups, Hezekiah Walker, Take Six, all, all, of, all of my friends were listening to that type of stuff. I was coming down to the theology department listening to the 36 Chambers Wu-Tang album, wearing Timberland boots, and 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 Jordan and the Concord 11 Jordans. And I was like, I don't really fit in with this crowd. And I didn't go into the ministry. And praise the Lord. Thank, thank you, Jesus, that I didn't go into the ministry. Not only would that have been a disaster for me personally, but it's very likely that I would have led a whole flock astray into the abyss of sin and degradation. But I still have a lot of friends that, that went into the pastoral ministry and, and you grew up around pastors being a pastor's son. And everyone in my family had some sort of ministry. And one of the things that keeps coming up around the dinner table, around my circle of friends, is that people post-COVID are not going to church like they used to. Church attendance, obviously with COVID, is unsafe to go to church. But you're getting back into some areas. And I know with the, the, the Omicron or the Omarion, as many of my friends like to call it, the, the Omarion variant, the, the, the B2K Omarion variant. Churches are starting to close back down. Schools are starting to close back down. All of that stuff. I have confidence that we're going to get the victory against this, this sinister illness. But we're definitely in wave five. So schools, churches are closing back down. But before that, we had, we had like a six-month period where people were kind of doing whatever the, the bleep they wanted to do. And one of the things that they didn't want to do is come back to church. So I'm reading from Newsweek.com. And the title of the article is, As Church Attendance Declines, Evangelical Counterculture Bets on Revival. So this is, this is specifically to evangelicals. Now, I'm not... I'm not a big fan of the evangelical crowd. That's another conversation for another day. But the, the, but the facts and statistics, the article goes on to say that religious observance in America dropped to historic lows last year. Last summer, Gallup reported that U.S. church attendance had for the first time fallen below the majority of the population. It's now at 47%. Worst hit have been Roman Catholics who as of 2007 were 24% of the population, so almost one in four. That number has dropped to 20.8% according to Pew Research Center. So they went from being a quarter to, to, to a fifth. Evangelicals had held on at 25% of the population but the percentage, and this is, I think this is the most important, the percentage with people that check the box no in this, in this poll, no affiliation, that climbed from 19.6% to 
to 22.8%. And that's kind of a that's kind of a, a a big deal. And I wanted to talk about it briefly because I've seen people put out, my friends that are pastors have seen people put out that church people have to come back to church. We've got to come back to church. It's, it's so important that we get back to church. It's it's imperative. You can't worship at home. You can't be the priest of your of your family and your shepherd. You can't serve from home. You can't be all you can be in Christ from home. Your pathway to salvation is diminished if you're not sitting in the pews at church. And I'm telling you from my own personal experience. I'm not I'm not trying to be iconoclastic. Now I'm I'm iconoclastic pretty frequently in my personal life. I don't not on the radio. Because I don't want to shame the shield of the Bradford Lewis family. But that's not been my personal experience. I see and I talk all the time about the concept of Netflix versus Blockbuster and and Amazon when they started versus what Amazon is now and how organizations have to get swifter and leaner and faster and smarter and take advantage of technology and take advantage of supply chain and take advantage of the sign of the times I talk about in healthcare. I talk about how we're digitizing healthcare and it's going to be about remote patient monitoring and telehealth. The days of going to the doctor because you have a poison ivy rash are coming to an end. The days of these large, huge 10,000 square foot buildings are coming to an end. You're moving to more of a kiosk dock in the box. Well, I think it's the same thing with church. Now, people will say that, hey, you know, you're, you're treading on the word of God and I'm, and I'm not treading on the word of God. As someone who spends a lot of time in the word and loves the word, loves Christ. And it's a pleasure to be on the radio to be able to say that. I see churches that are leveraging media and leveraging Instagram and leveraging Facebook and leveraging the usage of, of graphics and blurbs and, and worship, whether it's in song or whether it's, it's a three-minute morning worship. I see a lot of pastors doing that, and they're having a lot of success doing that. I believe, this is my own personal thing, I still love going to church. And I've been going back to church more recently. But when I went back to church, I did notice this. I was bored by the archaic old school way of the, the procession, going in, sitting up, standing up, tithing, offering, all of that. I just wanted to come in and hear the word of God. I wanted to hear some inspiration. I wanted to hear something that would make me a better man, a better Christian, a better son, a better grandson. I didn't want to deal with all of the, 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 the traditional rigmarole that, in my opinion, had absolutely nothing to do with my relationship with Christ. I, I crave the word of the Lord and all of the pomp and circumstance of church did not interest me anymore. I was bored to death. And I think as people look at their strategy moving forward, rather it's pastors, rather it's high level leaders, individuals that control the, the, their denominations more at a regional or global level. You have got to get on the train of technology and mass media and all of that stuff. If you're still looking for people to come in and do the old school, sit up, stand up, all of that stuff, you're going to be leading a dying church. It's not iconoclastic. It's not 
disrespectful to God and the sacrifice that Christ has made. We look at medicine repeatedly. We always look at better ways to, to deliver medicine. We look at better ways for nutrition. We look at better ways for technology. We look at better ways for healthcare. There's nothing wrong with looking for better ways to create a church experience that people will absolutely love and appreciate and will draw people closer to Christ and people will want to participate, whether that's in person or digital. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Yo, this is your boy Lance J, a.k.a. the Paragon of Sports Talk Excellence, a.k.a. the Heisenberg of Broadcast Radio, a.k.a. the Wolf of Wall Street. Listen to me weekdays now at 11 a.m. on WOL 95.9 FM in the DMV, brought to you by our partners at Episource, the nation's leader in healthcare analytics and strategic support for Medicare risk adjustment programs.